Welcome to the Own Your Voice Pod, a podcast dedicated to guiding you to trust your voice and communicate your true value with full confidence so that you attract the clients and opportunities you're meant to contribute to. I'm Ray, your host, and I'm excited to present to you this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Own Your Voice Pod, episode 7. Three ways to remove public speaking fears. Now, do you struggle with speaking confidently and succinctly? Do you find yourself constantly blanking out on the spot despite weeks of practicing? Or do you already feel your anxiety sort of like building up inside of you before you even step on stage? Now, if you have gone through this before, let me just tell you that I have been through the same. All right, four years ago, I had my first ever time where I blanked out on stage. I had complete stage fright that took away everything that I wanted to say in, my, in that moment and my mind just went blank. And at that point in time, I was already hosting events for many, many years. Right? A lot of my batchmates in school knew me as MC Ray. And I had this huge amount of pressure thing. Okay, I need to do well, I need to do well. As I was walking up on stage, my friends were already saying, MC Ray, MC Ray. And I was like, okay, okay. I know this is a graded presentation, but I need to do this well so that I won't embarrass myself and I won't seem like a fake MC. And when I got onto the front of the stage, my mind just went blank. Now, I know that some of you have experienced this before. You've practiced weeks and weeks and weeks, yet when you go on stage, you just can't find the words to say. It is completely normal. It is something that a lot of people go through. The reason why this happens is because when we go on stage and we know we need to speak to a bunch of people, it causes us to go into fight-or-flight response. Right? And the reason why this happens is because we perceive public speaking as um, a danger. We perceive people looking, their eyes looking up at us as a danger. We fear that judgment, we fear failure, and we just freeze. Right? Um, the, the blood actually goes to more important parts of our body. For example, our heart. You know, that's why your heart beats faster. Um, and the oxygen is sort of like cut out from your brain and you feel like you can't remember anything. Obviously, this is all backed by science. This is why this happens. And I want to share three things that you can do before a presentation that will help you calm those nerves, that will help you remove those fears so that you can ace your presentation and so that you can speak up at work without any fear and with full confidence instead. These are tips that I personally use myself. I use with my clients as well. And I hope that you benefit so much from this today's podcast. You're going to be learning how to remove your public speaking fears, okay? The reason why it's so important to, you know, really get hold of those fears is this. You have a unique voice. You have unique opinions to share. And I hope that you'll let them shine. Don't let these fears get in your way of using your unique voice, right? Today, you'll leave with three applicable tips. The first tip is to have a preparation routine that sets you up for success. A major mistake that most people have is that the method in which they prepare for their presentations is not setting them up for success. Many at times we prepare this way. When we know we need to do a presentation, we start writing a script 
for the presentation. And then we practice by reciting the script over and over and over and over again. Now, the problem with that is this. You end up conditioning your brain to have to read word for word and you get heavily attached to the script. When the actual presentation comes, you find yourself once again needing the script in which you may end up forgetting a sentence or two and that actually trips you up and you end up forgetting everything else because it broke your flow. Here are some things you can do to really add to your preparation routine so that you set yourself up for success, right? Two things. The first thing is to think in your audience's shoes first. Instead of immediately writing a script uh, or your speech, take time to really think about what your audience wants to hear from you. Think from your audience's perspective and craft your presentation objective before you start crafting your actual presentation. Ask yourself these questions. What are your audience's pain points and desires? What do they want to hear from you? What do you hope your audience will think, feel, and do during and after your presentation? This way, you're crafting your presentation with a lot more certainty that it will be well-received. You don't feel like you're guessing, you're playing a guessing game. Oh, if I say this thing, if I you know, share this story, do you think it will make sense? In order for you to be more sure of what you have to say, you need to understand your audience, right? You don't want to constantly be thinking, does this make sense? Does that make sense? And when you put yourself in your audience's shoes, you actually craft um, a, a more well put up presentation and that will actually build more confidence within you that what you say will be well received. The second thing you can do is to write talking points, not a script. So many people write a script word for word and they recite it over and over again. When you write a script word for word, it will cripple you in the long run because you start being dependent on the script. Instead, list down a bird's eye view of your presentation in point form. You can use the following structure, right? I'll give you two structures. The first structure is you can use a simple structure like intro, point one, point two, point three, and then conclusion. So when you have a bird's eye view of what it is, then you at the top of your mind during your presentation, when you walk into your presentation, you already have a big picture vision of what you need to cover. Even if, if you forget one or two sentences, you know, okay, I am still at point one. What is point one? Yes, this is point one. And you can ground yourself and know exactly where you're at instead of being lost in a sea of a whole paragraph in your script. Another structure you can use is the problem solution structure, right? You can share what the problem is, share your solution, and then share the conclusion. Now, these are structures to help you through writing a more um, structured bird's eye view of your presentation. Of course, you can use other structures, but the main principle is this. You want to start first with having an overarching view of what your presentation entails before you go into the details that you craft within each point. It's kind of just like reading a book. Instead of starting by writing, let's say you're an author, right? Instead of start by writing, you know, the first page, you actually plan what are the chapters inside your book, right? And the reason why you do that is because you have some guidelines on where exactly you are. Not just for you, but also for your audience. Your audience will have a signpost of where you're at. Now, when you're using these talking points to practice, you allow yourself to have the safety of having something to refer to, but you don't cripple yourself by feeling the need to follow word for word in the script. You create some form of freedom for yourself with the talking points as reference. 
You can also use colors like highlighting or you know a red marker to highlight certain keywords that you need to share during the presentation. So those keywords will be like your anchors. We're actually visual learners. So when you highlight it on the talking points during your presentation, you're more likely to remember the important talking points at the top. Now, number two, right? The second way is to seek ways to create familiarity. Seek ways to create familiarity. What we fear is usually unfamiliar. We fear what is unfamiliar. One of the reasons why we fear public speaking is that we're afraid of the unknown. We would think, how will people react? What would they think of me? What if someone in my team or what's worse, what if my boss asks me a question on the spot and I can't find the words to answer? Now, when you have all these questions in your head, obviously you're going to feel scared. Obviously, you're going to be like, your heart's going to be pumping before going on stage. Since what scares us is unfamiliar territory, seek ways to create familiarity. You can do so by two things. Number one, visualization. Imagine the entire presentation from start to finish in your head. Literally close your eyes and imagine it from start to head. From you walking into the room. Who are the people there? Right? How will you walk up on stage? How will you start the presentation? What's your pace? Are you going to start in a more slow way? Are you going to get people to stand up? Imagine your entire intro, point one, point two, point three, and conclusion all the way from top to bottom. And it's as if you have already done the presentation in your head. And if you have done that in your head, it's so much easier to do it in real life. So also try your best to predict the flow of events and think of some backup plans if things go wrong. Let's say you do forget something you plan to say. What is your stalling statement that you'll say? In eight years of professionally hosting events, there are plenty of times I screw up by awkwardly pausing, missing out on certain key sentences, and I have to go with the flow because the show must go on. There was this one time I was hosting this 8am conference, and it was this entire group of like CEOs, investors, you know, they're all in suits. So I went up on stage, and I was about to say good morning. I went, <clears throat> good, good morning. And my voice cracked. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, what a way to start an event, right? So instead of saying, oh, sorry, sorry, which probably just kills the entire vibe, I actually said, <clears throat> sorry, my voice hasn't had its coffee yet. <laughs> and then the whole entire room burst into laughter. <laughs> Because they too want to laugh in the morning. I mean, it's 8 a.m. and it's this formal conference. They actually appreciate, um, you know, a joke, even if it's not that funny. Yeah, so think of ways to um, save yourself if you do forget something or if you do mess up or if you do blank out. You can still pause and perhaps say something like, give me a while. There's too much good stuff that I want to share. And that's why my brain is processing a bit. That's how I would do it because I think it's quite funny. But how is your way, right? You can still pause, keep calm, take a look at your talking points and then begin again instead of, you know, frazzling up, right? Think of how you would save yourself if you do forget a sentence or if you do blank out on stage. The second way to create familiarity is to know your audience. When you go down there and speak to your audience, you build a relationship with them prior to 
them seeing you on stage. So what I mean by knowing your audience and building familiarity with your audience is literally before the presentation, you want to go a little bit early and talk to the people that will be seeing you speak. Because otherwise, the audience is going to seem really scary to you. Because you have never met them before, right? Or even if you have met them before, maybe they haven't seen you speak before. And it might make you think, oh, you know, will they judge me? Will they think I am no good? Instead of having all these thoughts in your head, get to know them better. Say hi to them, see them smile. Most of the time when people are looking at you present, they won't be smiling, right? Usually when we watch someone present, we're just like, like this, right? But when you talk to someone, they're more likely to smile, say hi. And you want to create that nice rapport with your audience before you go on stage so that they seem like a friendlier audience to you. And when they seem like a friendlier audience to you, you'll feel like you kind of know them and it's going to help you remove those public speaking fears and speak more confidently. And number three, the third tip to removing the public speaking fears is to have a cheerleading squad. <laughs> okay, it sounds um, really simple, but this really, really helps, right? There are people who you know that will always have your back no matter what during the presentation or even after the presentation. These people are part of your cheerleading squad. They will cheer you on before and they'll be ready with a warm embrace after, no matter how you do. They can be your colleagues, they can be your friends, they can be your partner, they can be your parents. These are people you'll go to after the presentation and tell them all about it. Even if you want to rant, even if you want to say, oh my gosh, I think I didn't do well. They're there to say, hey, don't worry. This is your first time. There will always be a next time. You have done your best. And they're there to just give you a warm embrace. Right? These are people that you know will be there when you need them the most. Having a cheerleading squad is so helpful because you have your own pillar of support that is necessary when you yourself are beating yourself up. And that will help you give you that positive vibes for the next presentation. Okay, so with that, those are the three tips that I have for you that has helped me immensely um, to remove public speaking fears and speak more confidently. The first one is to have a preparation routine that sets you up for success. How do you do it? Do so by thinking in your audience's shoes so that when you write the speech or you write the presentation, you're doing so with more certainty and confidence that your message will land properly. And the second way is to write talking points and not a script, so that you won't be crippled by the script, but instead you have the safety of the talking points, yet the freedom to add in your own words and go with the flow during the presentation. Now, the second tip to removing the public speaking fears and speaking with confidence is to seek ways to create familiarity. We are afraid of things that are unfamiliar to us. So create familiarity and you'll be more confident during your presentation. Do so by one, visualizing your entire presentation from start to end, from the way you walk into stage to the way you stand on stage. And this will help you rehearse and create familiarity in your mind from top to bottom so that during the presentation itself, it feels like you have already done it. The second way to create familiarity is to know your audience. Go to the presentation earlier and talk to the people in your audience so that they become a friendlier audience to you. And as you present, it won't be so scary. Now, the third way and the final way to remove those public speaking fears and speak with more confidence is this. Have a cheerleading squad. These are people that always have your back before and after a presentation, and they will really give you that moral support so that you have that confidence to speak.
Now, those are the three ways. Um, with this, I hope that really, really helped you for your next presentation or the next time you want to speak up during a meeting. Remember that you have a unique voice and you have something valuable to contribute. Don't ever let your fears stop you from using your unique voice. If this has helped you, do send it to a friend as well, especially a friend who really wants to get rid of their public speaking fears and speak with more confidence. I really hope that this can help as much people as possible. And with that, see you on the next episode of the Own Your Voice Pod. Bye! I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Own Your Voice Pod. Start a conversation, share this episode with a friend or on social media and tag me at RayMatrix. I'll love to hear your unique thoughts on this episode. Be part of the Own Your Voice movement by joining our private Telegram channel. There are exclusive worksheets and templates for you to take action and actually own your voice. You may do so by clicking the link in the episode or podcast description. And I'll see you next week.